Well, hello, hello, everyone. This is Koji. Welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Koji. Today, I'm so pleased to have my guest, Monroe Elise. You know her as an actress, as a trans activist, as a LGBTQIA advocate, as a conversationalist on social media, Miss Monroe Elise, thank you so much, my dear, for joining conversation. Thank you. Thank How you so much you for having me. Listen, I'm blessed. You know, God <laughs> is still in the blessing business. You done had me crying and things. Like, <laughs> I don't want them to see that my eyes feel red. Listen, uh, we was we was having I, a, an, uh, an amazing yeah. conversation. And I thank you. I thank you for your kind words. I do. You're welcome. Listen, yeah. it's important to, I think, tell people when they have an impact on Mm -hmm. others, right? Like, I think we have to start giving each other those words, not being Mm -hmm. silent. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't tell people when they make Mm -hmm. us feel good, when they make us feel bad. Yeah. Sometimes, right? And so sometimes that only manifests itself into negativity within. So Mm -hmm. it's important to let people know when they are impacting your life in a positive way. So I thank you. That's why I had to let you know. Listen. Thank you. You helped me do some things. So um, even though I gave a little introduction, I always ask people, introduce yourself. Who is Monroe Elise in your own words? Absolutely. Absolutely. For starters, thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful to you and all of the wonderful work that you do and who you are. You pour in and have poured into me so tremendously. And for that, I'm so grateful. Okay, now that's out of the way. Hello, everyone. <laughs> hey, Sugar Poos. I'm Monroe Alice. I am a trans activist advocate and all of the things that she said that I was. And on top, excuse me, and on top of that, I'm human. I'm 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 a I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. I'm an aunt. I'm a friend. I'm a neighbor. I'm human. And um, yes, I pride myself on being a connecting conversationalist because I can find the relatable patterns with anyone in just having a conversation. And so I'm truly grateful for for that ability and that gift to be relatable. I love that. I love that. So, with that being said. I think my first question. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, dear. Oh, I don't. Oh, okay. It's okay. It's okay. I think my first question for you is because I know you're very open. You, we, we can tackle it. We can tackle it. Yeah. Listen, I'm an open book. And and I listen, and I want my audience to learn, and I want, I, I really want people to understand that, like you said, you are human. You are human, Uh like everyone else. When did you know, for you, that you were trans? Was it a process? What Mm -hmm. is that process like? Mm-hmm. So um, for me, um, the first time that I knew that I was different, right? And mm-hmm. I used different because I didn't have the language as a child to know okay. what that was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew that I was different because um, when I was in elementary school, and I can't remember whether it was pre-kindergarten or kindergarten, but mm-hmm. I remember sitting in the class and I was having a conversation with one of my homegirls. I believe her name was Sarah. Um, I think it was Sarah. Mm-hmm. And um, conversation was amazing. And then it was bathroom break time. And I remember following her into the, the girls' bathroom and the teacher saying, no, you don't go in there. You are a boy. And I was like, oh, so boy means different than how I feel because I'm me and her are the same. I'm the same with her. And that's when I knew that I was different. And then that's when I started paying attention to um, the things that were happening around me that made me different. Like I have an older brother and a younger brother um, biologically and um, they were treated different than I was. You know, I would get in trouble for walking a certain way or talking a certain way. And that's when it started to really ha- identify with me that, oh, 
there's something that's different about me. And so it started very early. Um, and that's when the survival had to tap on. Oh my goodness. Like to be so young, mm -hmm. like how do you navigate spaces at mm -hmm. such a young age? Like did your parents early on support you, like were you able to start having conversations with them early no so let's be clear you know i didn't actually transition until i was 29 i'm 36 okay. now right okay. and so um gender roles were assigned in my house at a very early age you know um so we had to do things or it was expected of me to do certain things or you know perform a certain way and you know i remember how we used to get, and I'm about to date myself a little bit, but we used to get the toy, um, the Toys R Us uh, circulators yes. in the paper for okay. Christmas. And uh, my mom would get three of them for us. And she would say, well, circle, you know, the things that you want in there. And I would so. remember going in there and circling my Easy Bake Oven and my Kenya dolls and like all of the things. And then I would remember my father coming and giving me a new one and telling me to circle something else and not anything that a girl, that's for girls. Yeah. And so, you know, that it, there, there then started the practice of everything that I wanted, do the opposite or everything I wanted to be or mm -hmm. present, do the opposite. So that's why when I talk about that survival, um, mm -hmm. survival started for me very early because I would get reprimanded. I would get beat in a sense, you know, I would get, you know, corrected, you know, straighten right. up, stop walking like that, you know, and, and, and it's, and it's what we were, what they were taught, you know, what was passed mm -hmm. down, you know? And so, um, yeah. So there wasn't, wow. to, to answer your question, there wasn't no conversations. There wasn't no conversations, okay. Like yeah, no. Well, why do you when walk did like you, that? Or so when did you, you that wasn't? <laughs> when did you find your circle? Like, when did you find your circle then? Because, you, know, so, you know, we need our circle in the community, honey. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, it's so crazy that you said that too, because as I'm thinking about it, right, I didn't mm -hmm. have a circle growing up. I didn't have a circle. You know, I think that it's one thing that we as Black folks do really well and have been doing since the dawn of time is mm -hmm. hiding joy in our heart, right? Oh, no matter true. what circumstances uh -huh. are we, we are going through, no matter what it looks like on the outside, we'll take a piece of joy in the worst circumstance and hide it in our heart. I mean, if you date back to slavery with the Negro spirituals and, you know, cooking the, 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 the making, you know, delicacies out of what they thought was trash oh. and, you know, um, and, and hiding those things in our heart. And so what I did was um, I found one person in, in, in my neighborhood who at that time was identifying, well, still does as a gay man. And um, me and him became a really, really close because of circumstance, you know, like that trauma bond. He couldn't really yes. tell his family and I couldn't tell my family. And so because of the circumstance, we became the best of friends. I think we invented frenemies. It's like I couldn't frenemies. talk to anyone else about my situation. <laughs> yeah. you know, so I have to talk to him, you know? Yeah. And, um, that's what really held me um, mm -hmm. through my high school years. And even, even in the beginning of college, that's what really held me. Um, I didn't start developing like a group of, of uh, or a tribe until after college, until after college, I came home from college and it wasn't, it was one of my sisters who I confided in, one, my goddaughter's mother, matter of fact, um, me and her met in college and um, I confided in her my secrets. And she was like, listen, I love you, but you gonna need you some community friends so that can answer these questions okay. and that can tell you. <laughs> And I'm like, but I can't go to these spaces by myself. And she's like, well, girl, I don't know what to tell you because I can't just be in the place. I don't have that lived experience. She couldn't relate. And so she kind of forced mm -hmm. me to have like gay friends and, you know, lesbian friends and and mm -hmm. and me finding that group of friends, um, all, all gay guys at the time. And they embraced me and loved me and poured into me. And when I decided to transition, one of my best friends to this day, I remember having that conversation with him. And he was like, bitch, if you going to do it, you better do it all the way, 120%. No looking back. I said, okay. All the way. I said, all right. And I interpreted that not surgically, but like right. mentally. There wouldn't be, don't tap in, tap out. And for me, that's what I needed to be able to, you know, fully thrust out because I was, I was trying to inch out slowly but surely. That's true. You got to be yeah. all the way. Because I know for yeah. me, like... 
it took a minute. Like I knew when I was 12 and I keep saying this, like I knew when I was 12, I, baby, Jessica mm -hmm. Cordinez, if you out there, girl, I knew, like I knew <laughs> I was looking at her and it was different. But you know, when you Catholic child, listen, when you Catholic, you be like, oh my God, the priest gonna burn me when I'm getting my Holy Communion job. Okay, like, you okay. Know what I'm saying? Like, Cause that's what they instilled. That's what they yes. instilled in us. Uh. Like, I swear to goodness, like it's, it's just, I was so afraid mm -hmm. to even look different, feel different. Mm -hmm. And I always felt, you know how they called it back in the day, like, oh, she just a tomboy. She, mm -hmm. but I was out there playing. I was football. sensitive. That's the sensitive one. You know, you can't play football. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Like mm -hmm. I was out there in the mud playing football. He man, I, I got the Transformers. Like, yeah, I would play with dolls, but like I would prefer to be outside with the boys. Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, oh, you know, that's the tomboy of the family, you know. And I'm just like mm -hmm. Okay, but I'm looking at girls. So, but I just kept living my life thinking mm -hmm. it would go away, just suppress, move on, keep dating guys, it'll go away. Eventually you get married, it's like have a kid. That's the right thing to do. And then it's you become miserable, you become suicidal, mm -hmm. you become like it's all the things. And yeah. then eventually, you know, you're just like, I can't. I can't do it anymore. I have to yeah. live free before I die. But and that's mm -hmm. basically what it was. If if I don't yep. live, I, I feel like I'm gonna die. You know, yep, absolutely. And, and that's and that's what happened. Ago, that's what I did. Twenty years ago, that's what I did. I'm I'll be forty six this year. So at twenty six, thank you, thank you so much, mm -hmm. <laughs> thank you. So twenty six, I just said, listen. I'm gonna be me, so that's it, and that's, that's it, and that's all you can be. And at 29, I did the exact same thing, you know. Um, and God has a way of doing for me what I can't do for myself. So even though at at that time, um, when I first decided to transition, it was mm -hmm. for a role that I was, you know, that I got casted for. Yeah, so you know, Are I've been you I had serious, been my Yeah. Yes, I have. I have been pursuing the entertainment industry for I've been for a very long time, you know. So, um, I had auditioned for a play, right? Mm -hmm. And the play starred um, a woman of the trans experience. It was about a about a house from the eighties, and okay. there was a trans woman in in the, in the play. And the the writer of the play was like, "You would be so good." you know, as her. And I was like, oh, okay. And they was like, well, we want you to show up as your character. And I was like, oh, I can do that. Now that I can do. I and so I went and asked my mom, mm -hmm. I went and asked my mom, can I borrow her skirt? I um, went and at this time I had already started collecting makeup because I was going to be a makeup artist. Mm -hmm. And so I had taken, um, took and my, my mother said, okay, and gave me her skirt. And and I went upstairs and did my whole face and threw uh -huh. that little jean skirt on with some loafers and, and a polo shirt and came downstairs. Baby. My father wasn't home. My father wasn't home at the time. And so I was trying to rush out the door. And when I was coming down the steps, he was coming in the door. And I was like, listen, it's for a role. We're gonna make a lot of money. I promise we're gonna be rich. Don't you worry about it. It's not just, it's just for the role. And he his mouth dropped. And I walked out the door. And long story short, I ain't never take the clothes off since. Lord Jesus, you yeah. said this is me. This is. I am. I am the way, the, the light, no matter. That's it. That's it. That's it. And everything I did thus far, like if I go back to the trajectory of when I was identifying as a gay male, I even did that once I moved out. Like literally the day that I was moving out of my mom and dad's house, mm -hmm. I, um, I, I made a joke about being gay. And like, I was on the phone talking to my lover. My mom and dad were sitting on the couch and my father was like, well, he can come in, but I'll be right here to wait until they leave. And I was like, oh no, I'm moving out. They was like, you moving? And I was like, yeah, I got my keys and everything. Because my fear was, my entire life, my fear was, I don't think my father likes me anyway. So I didn't want to give him any reason to oh, put me out. Right, right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 And so, and on, these are all my feelings, you know, but... 
Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, I'm not, I heard so many war stories and I didn't want to be one of those ones. Isn't that funny how we put a lot of thoughts in our head? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. We don't don't know if they're facts, false, whatever. It's just Mm -hmm. how the world is set up to Mm -hmm. play mind games. Um, I listened to a motivational speaker and she said, that the uh, your mind is the playground of the enemy, or something mm-hmm. like it, because mm-hmm. it really, really is, you know. I agree, and this is and, why I tell people all the time to change the way that we talk to ourselves, because mm-hmm. I and I say this all the, I can cuss on here. Yes. Oh, okay, good. Because I was going because I always say, listen, I can whoop my ass better than anybody I know. <laughs> I can misuse, abuse, neglect, and disrespect me better than anybody I know. And that all involves me and the way that I talk to myself. You're not good enough, bitch. You're too fat. You're ugly. Why would you even go there? You're too tall. You're too light. You're too dark. Yeah. Like, this is stupid. You're stupid. The way that I talk to myself feeds what the people think of me right or what i think they think of me anyway so if i change the way that i talk to me and counter that in the moment like i have to do it right then and then in the moment when i think it no that's a lie that's a lie i am enough no that's a lie that's a lie yeah that's, and i have to continuously do that that's very true i think for the first time in a long time i let down the visor in the car and looked in mm. that mirror and said i love you to myself, mm. like before going to work. I was like, I mm-hmm. love you, I love you so much. Have a good day. Like I was talking mm-hmm. to myself and I was like, damn, that felt good. It do, it, it do. do, it do. It makes you feel so good. And I do it, and especially like right before I go to work or like right mm-hmm. before I go somewhere, I do it. Because if I sit and I do it and I and like if I really want to if I really want to become self-aware or really tap into the inner me standing in front of a mirror and really just talking to myself and looking me dead on in the mirror and telling myself you are enough, you are worthy, you are loved and literally repeating it until it hits my soul because that's the kind of counter work you have to do. That yeah. I have to do. Listen, I can just talk about me, Chad. Yeah, I don't you have to say do that myself. all the time. You be like, listen, I'm just talking about me. I'm talking, talking about, about you can me. talk about me, Chad. I'm just talking about me. <laughs> you know, that's what I gotta do. That's what I gotta do. Yeah. Oh my God. So question was there an event for you, or was there something that happened where you knew you had to become? an advocate, a fierce Mm -hmm. activist? Was it Mm -hmm. something transformative? Was it something that Mm -hmm. you saw and you said, Mm -hmm. okay, listen, um, it's not just about the skirt. It's not just about the Mm -hmm. pump. It's not just about Mm -hmm. fixing to go um, transform myself, but I need to go transform the world. Mm -hmm. Well, well, thank you. Well, thank you for recognizing and acknowledging, you know, the work, because sometimes I don't think often uh, we, and I'm including, you know, other uh, trans activists and trans advocates, um, we even hear that because there's so much work that needs to be done, right? And um, I think for me, the one thing that, if I could pinpoint it to one thing that really sparked it for me was that I didn't see any need. There mm-hmm. wasn't any needs. I didn't have anyone that I could go to and say, hey, girl, um, you know, where did you, how did you start your hormones? Or, hey, girl, you know, how did you, you know, where did you get this done? Or how did you, you know, or where can I, there wasn't anyone for that for me. There wasn't anyone in my tribe or my circle because they all identified as male. You know, mainly a lot of them identified as gay, heterosexual, the females, you know, heterosexual. So there was no one that could identify with me and who I was. Um, and, 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 and most importantly, identify with my story. And so I really started um, just trying to, to help one person. You know, mm-hmm. well, if there is one person that may be thinking like me, let me share this information. Or every time someone asks me or help or, or, or I, can, I cross paths with someone, 
I, I started sharing that information. And also when, when wrongs took place, I, I vocalized mm -hmm. it. And mm -hmm. I think that with all, I mean, and all, I'm sure that all of my, um, my sisters and my siblings will kind of say the same thing. It's like, I didn't sign up to say, hey, I'm going to be an activist or an advocate. It's, right. just, it's something that is literally innately embedded in you when you, when you make the conscious decision to stand up, you know, for yourself and then for the people who don't have the voice or don't have the strength or the courage mm -hmm. or the wherewithal sometimes to mm -hmm. even do it. And so, you know, it becomes bigger than you, I think, once you make that first decision, you know. Mm -hmm. That's true. And then after you made that decision, was there an organization mm -hmm. that reached out? Did they see your work? And they said, listen, we want you to represent us. Who was the first organization that reached out to you? For no, honestly, there for advocacy, there wasn't. There wasn't a really? first organization. Yeah, there wasn't. Um, you know, um, God has a way of doing for me what I can't do for myself, right? Mm -hmm. and, um, exactly. and and God, God has placed me in rooms or introduced me with people that really helped transcend um, my activism and advocacy. Mm -hmm. Now, I can't think of an organization. I actually can think of the person who really kind of took me under their wing in the beginning and um, really uh, allowed me to see things from behind the scenes um, with the information and stuff. And that was Dr. Lords Hunter. Um, she was the one who introduced me to the advocacy and really helped me be able to, in, invited me in, I should say, because I didn't know where to start. I didn't know what to do. And when I got, and when we had, um, I, I think we were at a rally or something mm -hmm. and, um, and we were introduced and we built a connection from there. And she really um, helped me um, with the start of what that advocacy and activism looked like. I love that. I love mm -hmm. that. I absolutely love that. So I want to just acknowledge this before I even tackle what's going on uh, right now and what has been going on for quite some time. Um, your appearance at the White House, mm -hmm. 2017. Mm-hmm. What was that like? First of all, how did you get that invitation to mm -hmm. perform at the White House? Mm -hmm. Can you just let so the audience know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's so crazy because, like I just said, Dr. Lawrence Ashley Hunter, um, while having that introduction with her and we were having a conversation about, you know, what I wanted to change in the world and the representation and the visibility in a sense. And, you know, um, I really started to uh, pour, to, uh, tell her all the things that I wanted to accomplish, you know, start singing and, you know, acting and all of the things, you know, and really being able to be visible for the people that could identify with my story. And so um, she had hired me to host uh, an event prior to that, where I was only supposed to be there for like two hours. And um, I ended up being there for like four hours. The two hour event turned into a four hour event and I ended up performing, I ended up hosting, I ended up um, navigating a, a, a TED talk. And um, it was really, really great. And she then turned to me when we were leaving and said that she wanted me to sing at the White House. And I said, you're kidding me. And she was like, no, I want you to come to the transgender community briefing at the White House and I want you to sing. And I was floored. Not only were we in the presidency of a, you know, with not only did we have a black president, but now you want my black transness present to um, to sing. And so, you know, it was, and I was, I mean, and, and I was among, you know, amazing people like Shia Diamond and Shaquita Lee, and um, that she performed. Uh, Shaquita Lee is a drag performer, and she performed. So the LGBTQIA presence was definitely felt that day. Um, and I'm so grateful to have, you know, that I can say that I vocally performed at the White House. Yeah. I fear. No, you're um, fine. <laughs> 
Um, do you think after that we've seen more or less presence of trans people in the media? Do you think you know I, I would like, say more. I would I would say or, more, but I won't say enough. Yeah, I won't say I won't for yeah, you know, I won't say you know, it'll never be enough. You know, it'll never be enough. Um, yeah. but I think that it's gotten better. I think that it's definitely got better. I would be lying if I said that it didn't. You know, we've been able to have wonderful shows like Pose and you know, a many of other um shows centered around the LGBT community, you know, um, and that was one of the things that helped the visibility of black trans women, mm -hmm. you know, um, along with other, you know, other shows and media, you know, and even mm -hmm. in news, you know, Jan and Monk and things like that. And yeah. so, um, and Laverne Cox, Orange is black, of you know, and so we were able to, we were able to, you know, take a step forward but with every step forward, there's always a step back or four steps always. back. And, you know, I think that that was one of the years where we were able to be more visible than ever. But then also that was one of the years where the death toll of Black trans and gender nonconforming people were higher than ever as well. Yes, because um, I spoke about that on one of my previous shows. There was an mm -hmm. advocate article and the death toll for gender non-conforming trans non-binary people. It was just tragic. Like, and it, it, it's the silence, it's, it's the, you know what it is for me? It's like, it's the silence for me. Mm -hmm. It's the, um, lack of humanity. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's maybe the lack of understand. Well, okay, let me go back. I think for me, it's because people feel like maybe trans people, non-binary people, queer people aren't human. They have mm -hmm. a, like this subhuman disposable like, expendable like, category mm -hmm. yeah like and i i be like y'all know i'm black too right like there's no like i'm black lesbian like i don't get it like so mm -hmm. i don't know Absolutely. Like, I, I almost feel like so if i die like yeah my family will care but it's almost like you'll protest for me if i'm black but once you find out it's over. And lesbian. Oh, it's over. oh, oh. But if you find out black and trans, oh, oh, Lord. Wash their hands. Wash, Wash their hands. And I think that's one of the that's one of the saddest things that I've ever had to even witness and and, and, and see. You know, um, one of the things that really stuck with me and 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 intensified my activism in reference to being a trans activist mm -hmm. is when you know we were in the, the 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 middle and the thick of the George Floyd uh death and here it is in the same city in the same state as George Floyd Floyd Ayanna Dior was attacked yes. as a black trans woman at the gas station by over 30 40 black and brown men and women while screaming Black Lives Matter. And that really lit and ignited a fire under me to where I wanted to get involved and I wanted to start being with um, the, the local organizations and, yes. and really trying to see what I can do to be an influence and, and, yes. and, 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 and really affect the day-to-day -day lives of my, of my siblings. And um, yeah, you know, it's just, it's so sad. It's so sad that we dehumanize um, and I'm saying we, but as a black woman of the trans right. experience, because I'm black first, um, right. you know, they, they dehumanize us. You know, they they tried their best to make it justify or find reasonable cause for 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 killing us. You know, we we now have ruined their I didn't know theory 
because we're more visible than ever. You see the text messages and the phone calls and you see the emails and, you know, so, and, and if you can tell so much when you see us walking out and about, you can't say you ain't know. Now you can't say you ain't know if you can tell. You now got a third eye like you say you do. Right. Damn. Walk around bird box. Now you can't do that. You can't okay. do the bird box now. Now yeah. you can't see. Now you ain't know. You had no idea. And I, it's just sad. It's so sad. And I don't think people understand that they're really picking up a lot of white supremacy tropes too when Through they ventriloquism. Start... Like Mm -hmm. I be listening and I'm like, oh, y'all sound just like them. Y'all don't recognize that. No, they, they, they don't want to see it. They don't want to see it. That's it. They, they just don't want to see it. And, you know, it did my heart well last night while I was at the HRC National Dinner and I heard our yes. president say Tell out of his own that. mouth about the war on Black women of the trans experience. You know, um, to hear him vocalize that really warmed my heart because, you know, I don't want us to keep grew. Yes, a, a lot of us are being harmed and murdered. Yes, a lot of us are being targeted. But Black women of the trans right. experience That's are right. being targeted the most. We are at the 80 percentile mark of yes. those murders. And so we have mm -hmm. to be very mindful of that and call a thing a thing. We can't keep trying to sweep it under the rug and make it. And for me, for me, let me just say right. this, for me, we can't keep trying to sweep it under the rug and not acknowledge it and call a thing a thing because we have to. We have to. Because this is the same thing they did with civil rights. Well, no, you know, like, it's just, all right, you know, y'all are people, but, you know, well, you know, they didn't mean to harm you. If you would have just, like, and that's not okay. There it is. There it is. I, I just, at some point, we have to be honest. And we, and we have mm -hmm. to stop doing this picking and choosing. Because the cherry mm -hmm. picking is real out here. Like, oh, yeah. you, can't, you, you can't march and protest for Black lives, but only some Black lives. You can't do it. I'm sorry. I mean, when they say all lives matter, you're pissed about that. Offended, highly you, offended. You, you are highly offended at all lives matter because it's black lives matter all day because black lives matter. This is very true. Um, mm -hmm. You know that we are included in that, right? Absolutely. So, oh, okay. But we're not. Oh, okay. All right. Mm. Well, all right. See, okay. Mm. You know, I did, and, and I think that this is my mission as I, um, as I continue to, you know, continue to live and 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 and, and encounter people, mm. where I I try to simplify things. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to use all these, you know, five dollar words like my mama would say, or ten dollar words. You know, trying to sound all yes. you know sophisticated and whatnot, and like yeah. I know something more than somebody else. I did an interview once with um, a, a news reporter here in Washington D.C., and I asked him at the end of that interview, I said, "I want you to think about the person you love the most, someone that is near and dear to your heart, someone whom you love beyond words." Now, I want you to. Per, visualize that person and now think that if that person was to come to you and say that they were trans or that they wanted to transition, would the love you have for them change? Mm -hmm. If That's so, and it. why? Because I think people don't realize that, you know, we, we live in a time where People love to mind their business, but not mind their business. You know, if it ain't affect them personally, it ain't got nothing to talk about. But when it hits them in the gut, it, it's it, it's a problem. You know, and it's the same thing. If, if if a black person was killed by the hands of a police officer, it affects us all, right? But but when it's your child, then we have to rally. 
No, it's the same thing. When a black trans woman is murdered, it is the same thing. If it was me, would that be different for you? Like I'm someone's daughter. I'm someone's. Yes. I'm someone's niece. I'm someone's aunt. That's right. That's right. And so we have to personalize those things. And you pay taxes like the rest of them. Hello? Listen, listen. You pay taxes. You paying rent. You contributing to the society just like everybody else, right? I know they taking Social Security out of my check. They taking Medicare. Listen, listen, listen. Baby, I put gas in my car just like everybody else. What's the difference? Hmm. I could have sworn we bleed the same. And it's, you know what's unfortunate? For the longest, gay people could not donate blood, but people need blood. Mm-hmm. Biden, President Biden talked about that last night too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was a really great, it was a, it, it was really great to hear hear a lot of the things that needed mm-hmm. to be changed in the yes. world and the and the things that he's doing to fix it. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I work in healthcare and the things that I wish I could talk about. Hmm. That is happening. My, my, my. Trust me, they are big, bigger fish to fry than worry about what people are doing in their homes and outside of their homes, and they are not messing with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, I mean, that's, that's, that's just ridiculous. And it's like the people who say thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, but then don't want to do anything about that mm-hmm. because it's not their child. Like you just mm-hmm. said, Absolutely. it's not their child. If, this, mm-hmm. if it was their child, I'm sure it would change unless you just pure evil. And if it's your child, God help. If you don't care mm-hmm. about that, then who, you know, but that's the world we're living in. And it's truly sad. It, it, it really is because you are born to love. You are taught hate. Mm-hmm. I believe that. When them kids on the playground, when them kids on the playground, they don't know color and this and that. They just trying to play with Nothing. little Johnny. They just trying to play with little That's Johnny it. and not eating them. They just trying to have a little That's fun it. on the playground. They could care less That's until it. their mother or father goes, "Don't play with him." Mm-hmm. That's when they learn. Well, why? Why? Well, why? That's when mm-hmm. they start questioning what's yeah. happening. That's when they start questioning what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's when we we have to do better as a people and understand that we are being enemy to each other for what? For what? It's really sad. And it's a lot of people hiding in the closet in your own house and you don't even know. Oh, my. Oh, my. And oh, my. And you sitting up here hating on these other people. Meanwhile, your sister friend That's right there. Why. That's why. Let me tell you, I, I took my parents on a cruise. I'm going to say this, right? I'm going to say this and I'm going I'm I'm to let it go with this, right? I took my parents on a cruise in August. And, you know, people are coupled up and married and all of the things. So needless to say, I had a horrible time as a single gal on a cruise. But right. what I what I found what I found out is, right, I'm sitting there and I'm I'm at the bar getting my ginger beer. And the guy is with his wife, girlfriend, fiance. I don't know who she is to him, uh-huh. but they're together. And their uh-huh. child is in the middle. The child had to be all of like nine or ten. Uh-huh. And as I'm across the bar, I'm not paying him any attention. And you know how you just scan the room. You know, I'm waiting for the bartender passing my ginger beer. And I see the daughter head whip around because he 
has tapped the, the woman that he was with to tell her to look at me, right? And I said, wow, you have nothing better to do on your vacation but to talk about me. Mm. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. And what I found out to be true in conversation and in research is that that's the new way men get a chance to look longer. If I say, babe, look over there at that trans person. Mm -hmm. Now I get to focus my eyes more on the exactly. trans person because I invited you into it without mm -hmm. me now looking or looking suspicious. Why you keep staring over there? But now we staring, but we looking we for staring. two totally different reasons. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. But I'm gonna run out and see what the end gonna be. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of uncomfortable people because they are comfortable. Mm hmm. Absolutely. You know, last night, and I'm gonna keep referring to last night because it was absolutely amazing. Lena Waithe said in her acceptance speech yesterday, she dedicated the award. She received the Visibility Award um, from HRC last night, oh, okay. and she um, dedicated the award to the courageous people who live their lives authentically every day, um, in spite of who the world, in spite of the world telling you not to, and in spite of the world hating you. And then she also dedicated that award to the people who aren't brave enough to live their authentic lives every day and hide in secrecy and um, live in misery. And I thought that that was wow. so powerful. I thought that Ooh. was so powerful because there are a lot of people still hiding and still afraid. You know, we mm -hmm. live in a world where people are so tough and so I don't care what nobody thinking. I'm mm -hmm. this and I'm that, but are in their hearts scared get frightened to Frightened. be their authentic selves because they see how the world, damn the world, they see how the people who they live in the house with treat the people. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, a lot of it has to do with, wow. They Those private conversations. Mm -hmm. Listen, they really hate the person that I am. Mm -hmm. They don't know that I am gay, mm -hmm. even trans, queer, bi, whatever. They don't know this. And they are sitting having conversations about something that's on the news. They mm -hmm. on the phone talking to Aunt Cheryl. Girl. Yeah, them blank, 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 blanks. And them blank, 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 Listen, you know, my hope and my prayer is that, you know, we we make a conscious decision as people mm -hmm. to just lead with love. Mm -hmm. You know, that's it. You know, mm -hmm. not the fear. Yes. And I use fear, you know, very wide in, in, a, in a wide category, including, you know, the mythia of it all too, the hate. Yes. of it all because it's not always fear it's hate um yes. but that we lead with love you know human beings we're all human beings hope giselle uses transmissia mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that means the hate uh the hate for trans people mm -hmm. yeah that the transmissia is, is the hate for trans yeah, that is a term that for me even, mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. hadn't heard, I guess, mm -hmm. until I really started watching Hope Giselle. And then mm -hmm. when I heard you and everything, and I was like, transmissia. Okay, mm -hmm. I really mm -hmm. want to ask about that as well. Okay, and mm -hmm. and that's and I yeah. think T. S. Madison even said because mm -hmm. you know T. S. Mm -hmm. is old school. A lot mm -hmm. of us are listening. Like back in the day, we used to say we are old head, you know, <laughs> and we come from, they used to use all kinds of terms. Listen, and, and I too, and listen, let me date myself again. I too come from that era. First of all, shout out to my sisters. I love, you know, Hope and I mm -hmm. love, I love Madison. Mm -hmm. um, um, you know, I too come from that era. And mm -hmm. so I come from an era where everything was kind of black and white. 
Excuse me. I'm so no? sorry. I, it was kind of black and white. You know, it was either, you know, top or bottom. You know, there That's wasn't it. birth. There wasn't no. You know what I mean? And so we come we come from that time and now things have evolved like the natural order of things you know everything evolved and mm -hmm. so we have to evolve with the times if we don't we'll get stuck in that old way and that includes people in the community yes you know that includes people in the community and so mm -hmm. and i love yeah. how we are open that's what i'm saying like and what pisses me off too is when people who are not in the community act like they don't have things, like you said, um, people, their things evolve, you know? So it pisses yeah. me off when people outside of community act like evolution doesn't happen in their community too. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. come on, y'all. Y'all mm -hmm. know y'all got evolution happening in, in y'all community too. So and I can think of one right off the top of the head. I can think of one right off the top of the dome. You know, it was, it was very faux pas for women to wear red lipstick back in the day. Yeah. Heterosexual cisgender women did woman not wear missing. red lipstick. Listen, my grandmother said you were a woman of the night. That is what my red grandmother Red fingernail said. polish God and red lipstick, lipstick meant. Yes. Hmm. God rest her soul. But baby, listen. Listen. Red lip. Red. And now everybody around here with a ruby woo on or some type of red on their lip. Listen, because, don't even get me started about the new child. I ain't even just talking because about remember the yeah. video. What was that? The video by Palmer. Wait, what was that video? And all of the girls had on the black and they had on the red. Um, I can't you don't remember that video, girl. Maybe I'm too old. <laughs> <laughs> It was my Palmer, y'all. Whatever that man name was, girl. Listen, that's MTV '80s. Yikes! I'm screaming. Yeah. Anyway, girl. Yeah, lady. It was yeah. Red, red lips and red polish, honey. It was something else. So mm -hmm. it's like evolution is inevitable. So I feel like mm -hmm. we're all learning we are all humans we all bleed the same and i keep saying this too Absolutely. we all come from, we all come from a man and a woman i am so tired i am so tired like we all come from a man and a woman like i'm so confused like i have a mom and a dad like you have a mom and a dad i'm so confused Please, y'all. Yeah, like, please. I think that that's my dream. My prayer. Uh, my prayer is. I just want people to go wait. Oh, wait. Click. That's all I want. That's just all I want. It. I I just need y'all to understand gender, sex. I just I just need that to click. I just need y'all to understand. It's a, it's a spectrum, like. That's and that's the thing that's so hilarious to me because when you think of it for me, simplifying it, when I think of it like that, it's like, oh, it does make sense. So like if you have one end all the way over here and you have one end all the way over here, so what's the space in between? There's obviously something that gradually goes down to here, and there's something that gradually goes back up to this. So there is a spectrum. There is, it, it's not just one thing. It's not one thing, two things. It's a whole middle it's a section whole of thing. stuff. It's a whole thing. And I don't, mm -hmm. as a person who used to do DNA research, I ain't gonna even go there with y'all either. Audience. I don't, I don't want to really mess with y'all too much, but uh, yeah. I, just, I just really, yeah, I'm with Monroe. If they I can't sway on science, then they'll sway on religion. So yeah, it'll, so it'll teeter totter even, between yeah, the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they'll teeter totter between the two. If they if they can't, if you can't get them on the science, yeah, then they'll try to switch it over to the religion. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. and and mm, yeah, I I ain't gonna even go there because even the Bible. It's yeah, it's pointless. Um, yeah, it's pointless, Monroe, to be honest. I just, I'm with you on, I really hope that we eventually get to a place mm -hmm. where we acknowledge 
that love is the only key to humanity. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And being one. That's it. Absolutely. And President Biden said it again last night, and I'm going to keep referring to because it's so fresh in my mind. He told the story of when he first saw two guys kissing and his father leaned over to him and told him, it's simple. They love each other. Mm. I said, that's it. That's it. Like, like that's it. Yeah. And the thing about it is like at the end of the day, and even people who don't love everybody, because my thing is the stats, whether you divorced or in a, everybody just go through relationships, period. Like, and we're all human. Like, this, it just, mm-hmm. we're all human. Y'all need to relax. Absolutely. Let people just go through their lives and live and love and. Mm-hmm. And and that's it. Y'all be worried about this the wrong thing. I'm like, the baby, wrong y'all go worry about that um person that's um doing things. Shooting up school. Can you, yeah, can y'all go make sure y'all get them sex offenders that's that's living around the schools? Like, mm, y'all worried about drag shows, and and I'm worried about these sex offenders that's that they ain't caught yet. Mm. That's the, I know, just, that's just me, like you said. I'm just talking about me. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah, talking about I, me. I'm just talking about me. Okay. Absolutely. And I can't wait for your miraculous Monday because we right. got a new yes, we yes, got a new tag every miraculous Monday. Do we have Transformation Tuesday, Transformation Tuesday, whatever Uh Wednesday, Think About It Thursday, Fantastic Friday. I didn't really come up with anything for the the Saturday, but Sunday is Soul Food Sunday. Yeah. Soul Food Sunday. Did we get Mm -hmm. Soul Food Sunday? I think I made No, I didn't do one today. No, I didn't do one today. No, no, no. I didn't do it. I knew you didn't do one today. I'm like, wait, now I didn't. Because you know, getting in that tag and I'll be like no absolutely I'm I'm here (laughs) and I appreciate you again I thank you so much for even considering me to to be a part of your show and also thank you for the work that you're doing and that you continue to do and just I mean just phenomenal you're just a phenomenal human being and I'm so grateful that the world um it gets to experience you in more ways than one Thank you, my dear. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful, blessed rest of your Sunday. And we will be speaking soon, of course. Yes. Tell everybody where they can find you. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So you can definitely find me on Instagram at Monroe Ali's P. That's M-O-N-R-O-E-A-L-I-S-E-P. Um, Monroe Alice on Facebook, Monroe Alice P on Twitter, and also if all of that fails, you can go to MonroeAlice.com. All right. Thank you. See, we were loving on each other so much. We we forgot the, yeah. and the technical stuff, child. See, that's what happened. That's what happened. All right, my yeah. dear. Enjoy your day. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.